Welcome to Dyslexia Notes, a space to examine the intersection between music and dyslexia. I'm Karen. I'm a professional oboist with over 25 years of experience as a performer and teaching artist. I also have dyslexia. I'm here to share some of my stories and strategies with the hope that they might help someone else along the way. When I was a fellow at the New World Symphony, I had the great fortune of taking some lessons with the legendary oboist John Mack. I was struggling with a difficult passage one day, and he shared a practiced game called 21 Pennies. Here's how it works. You pick a challenging spot and make a stack of 21 pennies. When you play the passage correctly, you get to move a penny over to start creating a new stack. Each time you play it correctly, you move a penny over. However, if you play the passage incorrectly, you move all of the pennies you've gained up to that point back to the starter stack. Yes, I said all of them. (laughs) (laughs) When Mr. Max showed me the technique, I got the sense that it was something you could accomplish in a single practice session. Once you had successfully managed the penny gauntlet, you had done the work and it would be in your fingers. So when the pressure was on, you'd be able to trust your muscle memory and let it fly. It was an exercise that employed the age-old technique of accurate repetition in a very concentrated format. Now, I was familiar with the concept of accurate repetition. In fact, one of our high school band mottos was, practice doesn't make perfect, perfect practice makes perfect. It had just never occurred to me to take it to this level before. (laughs) 21 pennies is a lot of pennies. Previously, I thought playing something correctly a few times would suffice. But if you've played something wrong 10 times in a row, and then you play it right once or twice, maybe even two or three times, the odds are not great for you hitting it in the concert. Needless to say, I had always struggled with accuracy. So when Mr. Max shared this technique, I thought all my problems were solved. All I needed was a big stack of pennies and I'd never play a wrong note in a performance again. Of course, it didn't quite work out that way. When I got back to the practice room and had the chance to try it on my own, I ran into two major hurdles. Number one, 21 was more repetitions than I could handle. I would get incredibly frustrated and it would eat up so much of my practice time to hit that 21 that I didn't have time to work on anything else. But to make matters worse, number two, it didn't stick. I'd find myself needing to start from scratch the next day. Seriously, it was as if I'd never seen the music before. How could all of that work just disappeared overnight? And this, dear friends, is where the dyslexia portion of the conversation comes in. I was running into two classic dyslexia tropes, challenges with concentration and challenges with working memory. I found it difficult to maintain my concentration long enough to reach 21 correct repetitions. And even if I did make it to 21, my brain had leaked it all out by the next day. This was all happening before I was diagnosed, but somehow I instinctively modified the exercise, and eventually I found a way to make it work for me. I learned that I do best when I limit myself to a maximum of 10 pennies at a time. This keeps me from getting overly frustrated. However, I then repeat the process over multiple days, and that seems to help it sink in for me. So I've decreased the number of repetitions per session, but increased the amount of days I do the exercise. I've recently come across a slew of research that backs up the veracity of my modifications. It's fascinating stuff. I'll share some of what I've learned in future episodes, but it's it's pretty amazing. The cool thing is that when I use this technique properly, I can come back to a symphony I performed years ago and it will feel as if I played it yesterday. 
If I practice it right the first time, it's logged into my system forever. So I highly recommend trying this method next time you're stuck. You know, you know those passages where you just get stuck. I will add one important element to the process. You need to keep things at a tempo where they feel very much in control. If I don't feel a sense of it locking in, I just keep it slow until I do. It's all about building in as much memory support as possible over an extended period of time. Be patient and the speed will come. With permission from my high school bandmates, I'd like to update our motto a bit. Practice doesn't make perfect. Persistent perfect practice makes perfect. Or at least as close as you're going to get on any given day. (laughs) So go have some fun with the pennies game. And as always, I wish you very happy practicing.